Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. The following is a sponsored program on WBT. Good morning and welcome to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services along with Trent Hayson from the Roby family of companies. We are your hosts. Sunday morning, 9 to 10. We're here every Sunday morning from 9 to Lord 10. Willing. And Lord creek, willing. And the creek don't rise. You know what they say? And a Sunday, Lord willing and the creek don't rise. Pretty applicable saying for the day. I agree. Little rainy, little rainy, little uh, tropical yeah, disturbance. Yeah, I talked all that buoy last Sunday about no uh, hurricanes or tropical storms. Uh... The, the, I told you, the, the man. Forecast. But, hey, actually, the way – after we recorded the radio show, as I was watching the weather, I was going, oh, man, maybe I jinxed the world or jinxed the southeastern U.S. Uh, and then shame on me for thinking I have any sort of power like that. Only God has that power. Uh, and fortunately, other than uh, the, the hurricanes and the tropical storms have not been that bad well but, but we pray for those folks in haiti for that earthquake oh wow. my gosh yeah terrible not no bueno um and you know we also made a mistake last week and we said weather related that it was uh that fall was here and it is you 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 prematurely <laughs> said that <laughs> yeah because i was hot like this week well, what I about? oh i don't know it's this supposed to well i guess i was looking at the extended forecast it's gonna be in the 90s but we it's 80 yeah. We're recording now during the week. It's a high of 76 today. That's pretty good. I mean, come on. Well, it's raining. In in the middle of August. High of 76. I have on sleeves, dog. Yeah, and, and your shirt's tucked in. You look like you, you've you been to a fancy meeting. I have a fancy. I have a meeting. Okay. Is it, but it's, and it's And it's somewhat fancy. Well, put it this way. When I was getting dressed this morning, I wanted to wear my cowboy boots and my <laughs> jeans, and I started to put on my cowboy boot socks before I put on my jeans, and I was like got a nice meeting to go to this evening that i can't wear jeans or cowboy boots uh not these so well, you know you know us contractor tie i mean that's that's uh, tucking in and, and having non-boots that's that's a big moment i mean that's that means we're going I somewhere mean, whoa fancy. whoa whoa i did it for decade plus hard, yeah i know hardcore i know i mean i was buying my la crimino down at down at macy's in the basement where the dress clothes were <laughs> That's where I used to get excited about shopping. There you go. Now I, I won't even go in that department. Now I mean, everything online these days. You don't even have to go to the mall. It's that easy. Oh, okay. I yep. was reading something where uh, some, some, some the right malls are, are, are stronger than they were in 19 now. Stronger. Because it's more of a destination place. I would say kind of like South Park Mall. Yep. Uh, Attendance-wise and sales-wise. I mean, there's something about an experience. Um, but I do think the, the the market on commercial retail, retail, retail has shifted, and, and and a lot of a lot of the styles of old malls have gone by the wayside. We talk about malls Repurpose like them. Lennox and Phipps down in Atlanta, which I guess Brian Rand uh, it hails from the Atlanta area, so we talked to oh. him a little bit about that. A little teaser there for you. Um, and I, I don't know Brian. Brian is somebody from your YPO group, and, and I don't know. I've met Brian a couple times. We spent we went went on a. a a golf outing overnight uh, with YPO. He's a fellow YPO, a newer guy, joined in 2020, um, and we had a great, 
great time, great entrepreneurial conversations, just like I say. So it's like, hey, man, you want to come? He heard several people talking about the radio show and uh, at home with Roby, and he's like, yeah, I'll come. This dude is an entrepreneur. I'm excited to learn more about yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Um, do our speed dating, right? That's it. Well, before we get to that, you, you've been you've been high flying all over the the country. Yeah, man, I'm weeks. glad to be back home. But I'm going back in a week and a half. Uh, well, in a week from the air of this radio show, or less than a week, we're riding back up to Illinois for a couple of days with Mr. Bruce Doan. Oh yeah, Ford and I going to the 50 Years of Farm Progress show in Rantoul. Yeah, you know, Bruce, we have Bruce on the show, uh, and Mac Wingett's going. Wow, got yeah. the whole crew. Got the whole crew. Yeah, he's taking his son Wyatt. Go ahead with Bruce. So now I was going to ask you what part? What part of Northern Illinois? What is the town? It's not northern; it's western. Western. Okay, I, I think I you mean, might have said northwestern on the last. Show. I have said that a lot, and I finally got my bearings straight until I forget again. But it's really due west. Well, so middle of the state. My dad has a bone to pick with you because he's like northwest Illinois. Yeah, Where, you know that your grandfather mother was from Polo, Illinois, and I was like, yeah, I might be near where where Trent and them are, but that's like way northwest. Illinois. No, man. So a game we played with the family while we were out of town in Illinois this past week at her aunt and uncle's house uh, was we had this 50 state uh, where you put the put the, the states yeah, on the sticker. puzzle yeah, yeah. in yeah. the surrounding puzzle. It's not stickers. They got fit in. They okay. got to fit together. And we were timing each other. Reagan's a minute 22. My best was a minute 58, and that was after I started in the four-minute range. Uh I, the gradient between a minute 58 as your best and a minute 22, you know how gradient, you know how big that gradient is? About 30 seconds. Like a 500% of dumb. I mean, she is so talented. She's like, guys don't know how to multitask. You got to be doing two at once, have one in each hand and do it. But I, I, that's where I figured out my geogra- ge- geographical handicap. Gotcha. Gotcha. But we went through, uh, we rode. I think I said this on the last show. We rode through uh, through Tennessee and and spent some time with my boy Ryan Chapman's been on the radio. You need to go yep. listen to his show. It's one of the best. My wife says uh, he's doing, raising Hereford cattle now. has has a pretty big farm out there uh, in in Pinewood, uh, about an hour outside of Nashville. We spent a couple of days there. That was awesome. Awesome. Rode a mini horse and. <laughs> And then we went from there to Memphis for a couple of days, went to Graceland, went to dinner at the Pyramid, the, the Bass Pro Shop, and then we rolled over up to Illinois for about a week. So You said your only your disability is ge- geographics. No, no, I didn't say that's my only disability. I said that is a, one, one of, of my very many numerous disabilities. So Dabo Sweeney says there's only one disability in life. You know what that is? A bad attitude. Ooh. I agree with Dabo on that. I, I like, like Dabo. That. Yeah, I, mean, I already like it's Dabo. Football season you coming don't around to, the corner. You don't have to oversell a sale when it's sold. It's already sold. I just beat that thing into the ground. You just did. beat it, kick it. Well, anyway, we got Brian Rand. Uh, when we come back, a true entrepreneur. He, he, he one of his businesses, Timeshare Resale. I think that's something we've never had on this show. Vacation Innovations. Yeah, uh, and and he's got other other endeavors as well. He's just a very fun, positive guy. When we return, you're listening to At Home with Roby. The following is a sponsored program on WBT. Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services, along with Trent Haston from the Roby family of companies. We are your hosts. 
Trent, segment two, if you missed the first segment, you can go back and listen to Trent's uh, travels across the great Midwest, and you can find out how quickly he can put together a 50-state puzzle. A 50-state map puzzle. Trent, we have a, <laughs> what is it, a minute 56? I can't remember. I'm not telling you. I'm going to go back and listen. Go ahead. I'm going to get the podcast. I'm going to do it. Uh, no, but Trent, we have another YPO member, Brian Rand, uh, president of Vacation Innovations on the show. Amongst Bri- other things. Amongst a lot of other things. Uh, but the one thing that caught my attention, Brian, uh, is on your bio on the website, it says you are an avid Indianapolis Colts fan. It's a, this is correct. I was born and raised in, in the same house where, where my parents still are in, in Indianapolis. So, well, kind of think, you know, Colts, Pacers. That, that was, I, I grew up kind of Reggie Miller, Pacers, and then I left for college right as Peyton uh, got to town and that, that took off. So, well, you, um, you are currently yeah. on the air on the radio station for the Carolina Panthers with whom – <laughs> beaten by the Indianapolis Colts this past weekend, twenty-one to eighteen. The preseason game, yeah. Exactly. yeah. <laughs> Trent's looking to be like I got two heads right I mean, now. We're documenting preseason games now. Come on, <laughs> man. <laughs> you know, AFC, NFC, we not play each other very often. But uh, no, man. Welcome to the show, Brian. Oh, thanks, Russell. Brian is. I mean, he's a pretty good athlete. Yeah. The, Early on in our in our getting to know each other, we we played a round of golf, and he brought the whooping stick out and commenced to. I don't think he pistol whipped me. I think it was just how how it, how it happened. No, uh, no, I, I you know it's funny because our, our games were, were pretty similar. I I might, I might have had a pretty good day that day, but you had an all world day because I remember that you know you were getting all those strokes, and by the end, I was like, it's going to be impossible to catch up. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, I think know. I've been down this road before. <laughs> I guess that's considered pencil whipping when you're getting a lot of strokes. Right? Yeah, yeah. So Trent, Trent's golf game is he like he like hangs around, hangs around, hangs around to like the 17th or 18th hole, and then he hits like the shot of his life and beats you. Oh come on! Uh, that's exactly what. Well, what I found was Trent was for 16 holes he played like a four handicap and then kind of earned his handicap on on the on two of them. You know what I mean? And so it's one of these ones where it's like. You know, it, it was it was pretty impressive. You know, you definitely saw the handicap, and the, the game is better than uh, a lot of the scores, but so, a lot of fun, man. So, Brian, Patrick uh, is my partner in our business and runs our services business. Uh, you listen to some shows. I'd like you all to meet one day, but Patrick is originally from the Atlanta area, yeah. and that's where you live now, okay. right? Yeah, Marietta. Uh, so I grew up, grew up there, just a little bit north of Atlanta. Okay, great. Yeah, no, so I um, – Went to uh, undergrad here at, at Morehouse, yep. and then my wife is is an actual native, right? So you know they're extremely rare here in Atlanta. Same with Charlotte, uh, but you know she, you know she grew up here, went to uh, high school here, and it, it has come back um, and, and is building her business here. Uh, Trent, I think I told you a little bit. She she's got a pretty significant business of her own, um, and so um, yeah, we're here in Atlanta. Yeah, I remember we were on a big three last year, and y'all introduced yourself. She she runs she's a dentist by trade, right? And runs dental practices, correct? Right. So yeah, so she's uh, a dentist by training, but she she's actually very rarely in mouth now. So she's been buying and selling practices. Um, she's actually in the process of buying her ninth and tenth practices. One of them actually, Patrick, is in in Marietta um, that that she's buying right now. Um, but 
yeah, she she's building her her business right now, and she'll she'll go in mouth occasionally, but she she's building a heck of a practice for herself, and hired a bunch of docs, and it's getting after it. Man, that's something. That's something else. Yeah. I need a wife like that. No, 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 no. I, I love my I love my mother of five. She is she is a patron. Saint. Walk it back. Walk Puts it back. Walk uh, it back. There you go. But uh, so so a little competition in the house, Brian. Why don't you tell us? So you attended Morehouse. Uh, just walk us through your your early career and how you how you got into the entrepreneur into the business world. Sure. Um, so you know, at Morehouse after Morehouse, uh, I went up to Wall Street. I uh, went up to uh, to Credit Suisse as doing the you know the banking and private equity thing, uh, just the kind of Wall Street route. Um, Credit Suisse actually paid for me to go to Harvard for B school. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. You know, came back and really, frankly, would have spent my whole career there. Was say, hey, you're not going to be a Wall Street guy. And in 2008-9, the world blows up, and Credit Suisse made the decision to um, stop doing any kind of illiquid investing. So that included my group, which was the private equity group there at, at Credit Suisse, and it also included another group that a friend of mine ran. That was called the Special Opportunities Group. So they would make you know, funky loans. And, you know, it was kind of during the boom, right? They would go out there and do all kinds of opportunistic stuff that was not truly buying a company. Yeah. You know, they invest in preferreds, make funky loans. And he came to me and said, hey, man, you know, they're going to shut my group down too. I want to make a bid and try and buy the book from the bank. And so I will make a really long story really short and say literally, you know, Spring uh, of '09, like the depths of the crisis, uh, we actually bought the book from the bank. The bank gave us 80% seller financing. They they marked it down really low. We actually had to go to China to find the equity to do it. Um, but as you guys remember from you know that the kind of Great Recession, it, it was the, the Wall Street junk snapped back first. Yep. So a year and a day later, we sold it, and it was a huge home run. And I kind of woke up and, and didn't, you know, I, I didn't do as well as he did, <laughs> but I did pretty well. And I didn't uh, need to be a mid-level at ABC Capital anymore. And so I, um, you know, kind of moved out and connected with another friend of mine. Um, you know, I didn't want to be um, Damian Dwayne's junior guy for the rest of my life. And, and he's awesome. He's gone on to, like, crazy success and will continue to. But wow. I didn't want to be his junior guy forever. So connected with another buddy of mine, and we were doing investments and um, advising on deals and just doing it more from a principal standpoint, even though I was uh, still young at that point. Um, and that was actually how I first bumped into Vacation Innovation. So when I first bumped into the company, I mean, it was much smaller than it was now. Um, and we did some advisory work, and I had a chance to invest it and, and buy you know, a meaningful stake in the company. And... The company just really, since then, had just really, really started running. Um, and uh, it got to the point where, so mind you, that was probably 2013, uh, 14, you know, something like that, when, when I made my, wrote my first check. Um, and the company just really started running. And so, you know, we went from being, you know, mid-single-digit millions of revenue to, you know, doing that and even die every month. And gracious. when we got to 2017, we actually sold a third uh, to uh, a private equity fund. And um, fast forward to this year, the company's still been growing. Um, 
you know, we, we can talk about it, but it's done well throughout the, um, you know, COVID and everything that's going on there. But the former CEO um, had made a ton of money and has a really large family and decided he wanted to go to uh, the Salt Lake City and focus on his family. And so my, you know, you know, best friend and former president of the company, he took the CEO job and I actually stepped up uh, and took the president job. And so that, that's how I kind of ended up in this seat, right? This is my first time kind of as an, as an operator, kind of making payroll and doing hiring and, and really kind of in it. But it, it's a large happenstance. So sorry to talk your head off, but that's the kind of story sort of how I got there. Well, I, I just I just have to like point something out because you kind of glossed through this and you went through this quick. You went from single digit million revenue to single digit per year per year million EBITDA per month earnings before interest tax and depreciation. Right, that is some crazy growth. Oh. Wow, amortization. Um, goodness gracious, That's, that is an amazing story. That is. And and also what I want to point out is. You took a very bad day when Credit Suisse was closing down yours and, yeah. and one of your very good friends' divisions or companies, basically saying, guys, sorry, uh, we cease to exist. Good luck. And you go, hey, let's get creative. Let's figure out a way to do this. Yeah. You, 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 you get some owner financing of 80%, which is huge, and you get it written down at a good value, and you go to China. I mean, crazy is crazy is crazy in 2009 you go to china to, to get some equity uh brian what a story uh i want to continue talking about uh your adventures will you stick around with us sure we have brian rand with vacation innovations as his primary business we're going to learn about his other businesses and investments and hobbies when we return you're listening to at home with roby the following is a sponsored program on wbt Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services. I'm with Trent Haston from the Roby family of companies. We are your hosts. If you missed the last couple of segments, go back, take a listen. Uh, we are joined today by Brian Rand, who is talking about Vacation Innovations, a uh, wildly successful company with several locations based in Orlando. Uh, Brian is also hails from the Atlanta area. And Trent, you were during the break, you were saying, hey, let's talk about some of the other things that Brian does outside of growing a massive company. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we move on, Vacation Innovations, let, explain your yeah, let's business. let's talk about what it is. Give yourself a plug. What, give us the makeup of yeah. it uh, so people understand better better what this was uh, you got you got going on in, in the early years after the recession. Sure. So the, the, there's really two parts of our business. The, the core of the business is our, our family of brands related to timeshare marketplaces. So let, let me tell you what that means. If you want to buy, sell, rent, or exchange a timeshare with anyone other than the developer that you purchased it from, we dominate those marketplaces. If you go to Google and you say, you know, sell my diamond in Hawaii, six of the first 10 links on, on Google will be companies that are in our family of brands. Hmm. Right. Three of the first four, you know, PPC ads at the top of the page will be placed by, you know, our team. Um, and so, you know, we have by far the, the broadest reach. We have by far the most organic traffic. We've got millions of 
timeshare owners in our records. We work with every major developer um, and, and really are the, by far the market leader in the resale space and are very, very dominant player uh, in exchange, rental, and, and other places. So if, if you want to interact with timeshare outside of a developer, uh, you know, we're, we're the guys. We're, we're the market leader there. Um, you know, a lot of folks don't truly understand how big timeshare is, but just a little bit of context. Um, there's more than 10 million uh, timeshare-owning families in the United States. Uh, from an annual revenue standpoint, you should think about timeshare. It's bigger than Major League Baseball, and for the past couple of years, it's been about the same size as the NBA. Um, so th- these are just massive industries. Um, you know, there's a lot of folks who are like, oh, timeshare, and they, you know, they, because there's a persuasive sale involved, um, you know, the connotations can be good, bad, or indifferent. And look, I know the product well. We could have a whole separate uh, conversation about who it makes sense for and who, who it's not as great a fit for. But it's it's a really big industry, and we, we want to make sure we provide a, a valuable resource. Like if you think about if you've got, you know, your car, it's pretty easy to go kind of trade it in and, and get the value for it. If you've got, you know, a, a diamond ring, e- even if you don't love the value you're going to get for it, there's a pretty robust market. Uh, but in timeshare, that that hadn't been the case, and we've sort of built the market. And we've got, you know, competitors and copycats and, you know, folks that we deal with. Um, but that's that's our core business. And then last year, um, there's a business that we've had our eyes on for years, um, that's a complimentary business, and it's a large travel club that we actually provide to timeshare developers as an add-on. And so, for instance, let's, let's say someone's selling a, you know, expensive, you know, seventy-five thousand dollars timeshare in uh, Bermuda or in Mexico, and the guest says, "Well, hey, I, you know, I, I'm going to go places besides Bermuda or Mexico. This is beautiful, but even if I only come here once or twice a year." You know, how does this make sense? And so we provide a travel club that allows those developers to say, hey, in addition to selling, um, you know, this timeshare, we're actually going to also give you access to the ABC Vacation Club. We'll white label it for them, but it will give them access to travel where all of their hotel stays will be cheaper than anything you could find on Expedia or Priceline. We've got, you know, thousands of resort weeks, right? So on our marketplaces, sometimes uh, owners will actually – uh, either sell us or give us their week so that we can rent it out to people in the travel club uh, and a variety of other services. And so because of our scale and access to really unique timeshare weeks, it's a differentiated travel club versus the kind of general membership that you might have. And so it, it's been a great you know add-on for us. We were able to get it for a great deal during the middle of the pandemic. Um, and you know we have been doing that. So Long story short, a series of marketplaces around timeshare, and then we also have a really large travel club that we sell as a B2B product through our develop, timeshare developer partners. So that was a mouthful. Hopefully that was clear, guys. I understand it all. I, I mean, it's, it's something I, I, haven't, I haven't been educated that Neither much on. I. I just got a good education. I think that's really cool. I think, I think this is very valuable information to all our listeners, and it's a creative way you've lubricated this marketplace and, and found solutions for people that, that are efficient and uh, able to get their best return because of, because of your data resources and network. Um, 
All right, so you, so when I was with you, we might have smoked a cigar. I think it was a, a really good cigar. You might you might have you might have offered it to me. Uh, so so I think you you like to dabble in other investments such as cigars and and food restaurants, uh, gathering places. Maybe drink a tea every now and then. Ooh, I like a good uh, tea. So I, I know you're an entrepreneur, and we we got excited each other uh, talking about liking to find other entrepreneurs that need some help, want some partners, want some uh, assistance in multiple ways and teaming up with them. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. So, I mean, the way I to kind of split up my time, I really wear three hats. Uh, you guys heard about, you know, look, we're, we're running vacation innovations um, and really trying to take the company to the next level. We, we, we've got big goals for, for what, what could happen there. I really hit it off with the private equity firm that bought a third of us and just, you know, in board meetings and we really synced up and I've actually joined that firm as a partner where I actually lead the biz dev and and go out and hunt and find new deals for them. So I wear both of those hats. Those are both, you know, full-time jobs. Um, uh, But, you know, with, you know, some of the the wealth that my my wife and I have, have, have built over the years, we actually have a family office. Um, where we have a couple folks who spend their time full time working on our behalf, um, and that's kind of what we were talking about, Trent. So, uh, partnered with you know friends and colleagues over the years, but some of the uh, items in our portfolio, uh, we've uh, got a, a cigar bar here in Atlanta. So it's one top uh, cigar bar in Atlanta for the past ten years in a row. We hope to keep the the street going, but that that's been a great mm. business, you know. Uh, you know, cigars don't go bad. Lockers are great. Monthly revenue. Uh, with a buddy of mine from both Morehouse and Harvard, um, we bought uh, Taco Mac here. Atlanta listeners will know that. So we bought Taco Mac in 2016. Oh, man. Have really transformed uh, transformed that business. Um, you know, he serves as uh, CEO. He's actually YPO Atlanta. But, you know, you know, we've, you know, more than, you know, doubled the cash flow of that business. Uh, since since we bought it and are continuing to to grow that platform with the idea that you know our preferred holding period is forever, um, but we want to deliver kind of great outcomes to folks. Um, late last year, on the hospitality side, uh, we bought Mary Max Tea Room. So Mary Max Tea Room is the third largest restaurant in Georgia. It's more than eighty five years old. Um, it's the largest by number of employees, more than one hundred and forty employees serving you know southern food and. Uh, what's exciting is, you know, it's been Southern f- food. The workforce is almost 95%, 98% black. We're the first black owners uh, of that business. And so it, it's great, you wow. know, for us to be, to be stewards of that business um, and, you know, support it. It, it has been tremendously successful. Um, it's just been, you know, a home run on, on every regard. And we think we're, we're going to be uh, continue to kind of protect that. So that, that's some of the stuff we're doing on the food and restaurant side. We've got some other stuff uh, cooking there. Um, in addition, we've got a staffing company that's based in Florida um, that, you know, not only helps on the stuff that we do, uh, but uh, is, is growing uh, really nicely. And then there's a, a government contracting firm with a, a, a woman who I'd worked with many years ago. She was the kind of right-hand man driving biz dev for a big business. The owner sold um, and, and frankly, almost kind of gave her a tip. It was almost offensive what he gave her. And she called me and told me she'd found an opportunity to really get the band back together 
Um, and so what we did is we, we bought another platform. She was able to kind of bring her old employees. We were able to win some of these old contracts. Uh, and that business has totally taken off. And so, you know, I provided the kind of capital and, uh, and, and her partner. Uh, but, you know, it's her show. She owns the majority. It's a woman-owned uh, government contractor that is, you know, a tremendously successful business. I mean, and, you know, so I, I feel fortunate. I mean, those are just some of the things that, that we're up to. But, you know, got a small team here uh, that, that worked on the, the, the kind of random co-family stuff we've got. So wearing those three hats, staying busy, but that's what I'm up to. Man, that is exciting. I need to get to work. I know. He's got it going on. He does. Good. I, I, man, I, I love it. You're, you're putting too. your efforts with, where your mouth is. You're supporting minorities, women. You know, you say you say uh, 95% of, of uh, the the restaurant is African-American. Uh, that is, Brian, yep. man, that is... <laughs> That's first class. No, well, it's great. I mean, yeah, I, I, I appreciate you saying that. You know, it's one of these things where, you know, I think it's, you know, especially, you know, last year with everything going on, I, I just think it's important for, you know, that, like, it's great when my wife and I and some of my friends, like, we can be at the table as owners and, and kind of, you know, I think there's every people play different roles in the, in the world, but, like, for us to be able to say, like, hey, no, there's, like, you know, bringing that perspective and, and, and bringing that and being able to, to be an employer, we take that, that seriously. Um, you know, having listened to some of the other podcasts, I, I know that, you know, both of you guys do as well, right? I, just that that's, I think it's know, what makes the world go around. I, I, I got chill yep. bumps right now under too. my long sleeve shirt. Uh, I think that is awesome. So well said, um, yeah. And I can't wait to hang out again. I mean, almost we need to do another show. You got so much going on. We will do another show in a year or two uh, and catch up. But uh, well, Diamond Diamond Creek, that's where. That's yeah, where I'm, I'm trying to get up there, <laughs> and some mountains, and play some golf, man. That's we'll, inviting myself. We'll, up. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get Diamond Creek going here 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 soon. And I owe you that. And I told you that, uh, Brian. Thank you so much for being here. Um, what a wonderful show, Vacation Innovations. Brian Rand, you're listening to At Home with Roby. The following is a sponsored program on WBT. Welcome back at Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services, along with Trent Haston from the Roby family of companies. Trent, I, I'm telling you, I, I feel like I say this every week on the fourth segment, but that was our best show. That was a, that was awesome. No, that was a Brian really good did a show. great job, and uh, and. W- how he's supporting and and when i oh, yeah. met him and hung out with him the first time that's what he got passionate if you could tell yes towards the end of that last segment i mean backing people giving them confidence uh winning together uh it's just great it's it's the human call statement grow a business so you can give people opportunity to move up in their careers it's funny um, we, we have uh, Jason Lynch who started as a commercial per, commercial plumbing project manager I walked him through our conference room and showed him the pictures of Hugh McCall and I, it's, he's shaking his head every he's sitting in the studio with us don't tell anybody um, and he uh, he got the chance I got the chance to tell that story through through your you know your you're actually uh, you know seeing Hugh talk but um, you know, guys like this, I mean, I, you, you can just feel the authenticity of his voice and the way he delivers himself and what he's saying. And you're right, it's that excitement. Every time I hear somebody get excited like that, I always think of Art Williams. It's easy to stay excited for a year. It's easy to stay excited for 
two a, years, two but years. It, 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 very few can stay excited for a lifetime, for a lifetime. however long it takes to get the job done. To get the job done. I mean, that's it. And, and I mean, that's, that's you feel that with Brian. Um, so that, that was awesome. I mean, it, it, I will tell you, Taco Mac is an Atlanta staple. There was one here in Charlotte for a while. I think that probably the first place I ever had a beer outside of a home was at a Taco Mac on Johnson's Ferry Road. Um, he said us the yeah he when he yeah. was telling me about that restaurant when I met him I said oh that was used to be one of Charlie's like no nah, you don't understand we we closed that down it, it didn't match what we have in the Atlanta area yeah it's more of a of a of a buffalo wing and beer kind of spot yeah and it was over there in South South Park Mall but but he said they're strong and, and that's a staple like you say it's yeah a, it's a forever staple in the Atlanta area um, but no yeah in fact cool. I, I went to Taco Mac on my twenty first birthday after a Braves game with my brother I was just thinking back on all the different Taco Mac memories. I've had um, good place. I don't remember what I did on my twenty first birthday. I don't think. Yeah, let's leave it there. (laughs) (laughs) I remember on my eighteenth birthday, I went five for five. I graduated high school June the sixth, eighteenth birthday. Went five for five in my baseball game, my Legion baseball game, and then I went to the beach for my beach week. Oh yeah, yeah, y'all did that. That was like a big thing. Is do kids still do that beach week? After that, that was. A, I don't know. I have a, I have a thirteen year old and a twelve year old. I'll mm, find out soon enough. Coming <laughs> in hot. Well, Reagan um, was talking about vehicles because I don't know if everybody on here knows she drives a Sprinter van. We just did a road yeah, trip. Everybody yeah, was talking about our twelve yeah. person Sprinter van. <laughs> it just passed one hundred and sixty thousand miles. Um, and and the debate is. She put big tires on it so it looks cool, but she might put a little cage on top and paint it with a, a bed liner spray, make it really cool. But she's like, I don't know, it's got a hundred. I was like, this is a five hundred thousand mile vehicle. Paint. I said, hands down, bar none, the most logical economical decision is to soup this one up and not go buy a new one. Matte, <laughs> matte black with those wheels, that she especially got? in this market, baby. Uh, <laughs> they got huge. T- I think yeah. you can drive that thing up a mountain. It's, That's, it's not your typical average sprinter. I mean, it's tough. It roll. It rolls tough. pretty deep down the road. I hear you. We got up. Uh, yet yeah, we we traveled yesterday. I let we left. I got my alarm went off at three forty five uh midwestern time, which is four forty five here. Three forty five. We we pulled out of the driveway at four twenty and we got home last night. We lost that gain that hour. What uh, gained an hour lost an hour. We got got home at seven forty five. And, and Knox rolled heavy. Knox is sixteen months old, man. He was like we stopped and ate dinner and he drank like ten Cokes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like, man, we've had him strapped in this seat for 14 hours. He's of course, boy, have at it. <laughs> you earn this one, young whipper-dipper. Nah, that is, we don't let our kids drink Coca-Cola. I was about to say, you might not want to let Reagan hear this show. Uh, All those folks up, up in the Midwest call it pop. They don't, they don't. I mean, we call a soda a Coke. We call it a yeah, I do. That's why I am, too. Um, and it kind of gets the name. Is there anywhere they call it a Pepsi? I would think if anywhere it would be in the North in Carolina. In the Carolinas. In the eastern right. part of the state. Like, I hey, mean, give me a Pepsi. Carolina born, Carolina bred. Yeah. No, nah, we're grateful for Pepsi. Still want a Coke. Atlanta's Coke, right? But, yeah. We got a Coke you know, consolidated here in Charlotte. But We do. We do. Good family. Harrison family yep. takes care of our city. So, uh, man, what a great show. Give Brian us. Rand, uh, Vacation Innovations. That's it. Check check out the company. Check out B R Y A N R A N D. Give us give us the growl, the roar. Uh, it's go Panther, it's season. Panther season. Go do the golden rule. Treat others the way you want to be treated, and go cats. Wow.